you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com events. LAist Studios. Today on the LA Report, thousands of professors and instructors at the California State University skipped the classroom today in favor of picket lines. This weekend, Monterey Park marked one year since the shooting at a ballroom dance studio, the only way that would truly honor those who died. The city held a dance party. And our weekend of rain will soon be gone. It was nice, but it wasn't nearly enough to keep our rainfall numbers up where they should be. It's Monday, January 22nd. I'm Nick Roman. This is the L.A. Report from L.A.S. 89.3. That's what it sounded like today at Cal State Los Angeles after months of contract talks but no contract agreement. Professors and instructors at all 23 campuses of the California State University skip their classrooms in favor of joining picket lines for a five-day strike. We get the story from LAist reporter Julia Barajas. Among other demands, the California Faculty Association wants to raise the salary floor for its lowest paid members. Alejandra Marchevsky is a professor at Cal State LA. She joined the picket line thinking of one of her colleagues, who she says has a PhD and works full-time but struggles to pay for food and gas. And it's particularly unconscionable in um, a university system where the president of Cal State LA earns more than the governor of California. Marchevsky and fellow union members say the raises they seek are just to keep up with the rising cost of living. For LAS 89.3, I'm Julia Barajas. The California Faculty Association also represents librarians at Cal State campuses, librarians like Tiffany Ford Baxter. She's a science librarian at Cal State LA, and she says better pay would help keep librarians from working someplace else. We lose folks pretty often because they get better offers, and so what that means is increased workload for those who are left, you know, because we're covering for gaps, which often take almost a year to replace or rehire. This is the first week of spring semester classes for most Cal State students. The university told them last week to follow guidance from their professors and instructors about whether there will be classes this week. It figures few will be in their classrooms. Maylee Barbachan is a sophomore at Cal State LA. She's okay with the five-day faculty work uh, walkout. Does it affect, you know, learning and, like, does it set us back in terms of knowing, like, information about our classes and stuff? Yes, of course. But at the same time, it's also their lives and it's their income. The California State University says its faculty union demand for 12% pay raises would cost $312 million this year. The university also says other economic demands push that number up to $380 million, more than the entire budget for Cal Poly Pomona. Cal State administrators call that financially unrealistic. 
When we come back, Monterey Park remembers a grim day by dancing through the tragedy. And the rain was nice while we had it, but it's going to be gone soon. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. Hi, I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, and we are back for another round. This is clearly an NPR audience. (laughs) I think they're so smart. What the hell? My guests this time are actor Vela Lavelle and author Amanda Montel, whose new book, The Age of Magical Overthinking, is out now. Join us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum for book talk, trivia, and hot takes. Tickets can be found at laist.com slash events. This is the L.A. Report. I'm Nick Roman. Yesterday marked exactly one year since a man with a gun walked into a ballroom dance studio in Monterey Park and shot down 11 people. The city remembered those who died with an event that they all loved during their lives, a dance party. The story from L.A.'s correspondent Josie Wong. A candlelight vigil at Monterey Park City Hall set a somber tone for the night that all but dissipated at a dance party that followed at a nearby Chinese seafood restaurant. Lloyd Gock, one of the survivors of the attack on the Star Ballroom Dance Studio, had organized a night of dancing for those affected by the shooting. He watched his fellow dancers waltz and tango in between dining on roast duck. We win. We're still dancing. In a striking moment, line dancers performed to a Chinese pop song about light spring rain, the same song they danced to the night of the shooting. For LAist 89.3, I'm Josie Huang. One of the pledges LA Mayor Karen Bass made when she took office a year ago was to speed up construction of affordable housing in the city. And she planned to do it by making affordable housing projects exempt from review under CEQA, the California Environmental, uh, Environmental Quality Act. Only now the city is accepting CEQA appeals from project opponents. LA's housing reporter David Wagner says at least two affordable housing projects in LA are now hung up. One's in West LA. Stephen Scheibe is a developer working on a 44-unit building in the Sawtell neighborhood on LA's west side. The city's planning department told him last month that his project was exempt from this law, but two weeks later, the same department accepted a CEQA appeal from opponents of the project. LA's housing reporter David Wagner, you can read his story at LA's.com. There is still a flood watch in effect for Orange County in the Inland Empire through 9 o'clock tonight, but this somewhat stormy weekend in Southern California will end after that. The rain was nice, but LA science reporter Jacob Margolis says our winter rainfall total is still below where it should be. By the time the storm ends, we'll have seen about one to two inches of rainfall, but we're about three and a half inches behind average here in L.A., so maybe not quite enough. And more concerning, we're only at about 55% of normal for snowpack up in the Sierra Nevada, which is where we get a lot of our water from. That said, we do have until April to make up the deficits. The L.A.'s science reporter Jacob Margolis, he says in the coming days, temperatures are expected to climb to 8 degrees above normal in some spots, drying things out more than they otherwise would. So what does 8 degrees above normal mean? Well, for us, it means our weekend highs under sunny skies will reach the mid-70s. Also, no rain in the week ahead forecast. 
Thanks for listening to the LA Report. I'm Nick Roman. Be sure to join us again tomorrow morning when Suzanne Watley has the AM edition of the LA Report. The LA Report is produced by Libby Rainey and Tiffany Ujiea. Megan Garvey is the executive editor. Catherine Mailhouse is the director of content development. Our engineer, Tui Mao. Original music by Scott Kelly. You can read more about this evening's stories at LAist.com. You can also listen live anytime on the LAist app or on the radio at 89.3 FM. You know, listeners like you help make the LA Report possible. You really do. So please donate at LAist.com slash join. This podcast is supported by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe quality journalism makes Southern California a better place to live. Start your Saturday with something that will grow your kiddos' brains and get their creative juices flowing. Join us at LAS for a morning of multilingual story times, interactive performances, art making, and lots of kid fun. Bring the whole fam and join us for a super fun Saturday at LAS in Pasadena on June 1st. Tickets at LAS.com events. See you there.